back to the Lifted Warrior podcast, where once a week, I impart wisdom and strength about topics concerning daily struggles and Christian values with Biblical Foundation. Again, my name is Cameron, and we are currently in our Modeled After Jesus series, where we're really just going off the basics of what it means to be a Christian and how to walk this life out. This episode, we're talking about consecration, so let's hop into it. So what is consecration or what's the definition of it? And it's mostly an Old Testament term used to describe what needed to be done to the animal sacrifice before giving it back to the Lord. So what they would do is they would take the animal, the ram or the sheep or whatever it was they were sacrificing. And before they were able to sacrifice it to God, they had to set it apart to make it holy. Also, this was the word used to describe um, the process that Aaron, his sons, and the Levites had to go through before they were able to become priests. This, again, was the for the purpose of setting something aside to make it holy for its life to be laid down or laid out for God. Lastly, as we come into the New Testament or the law of grace, we no longer consecrate in the same manner as the Old Testament, meaning we no longer have to sacrifice an animal. However, when we consecrate ourselves, we are now um, laying down our lives as a living sacrifice. And so what you can better know consecration as today is sanctification or the, the process of making someone or something sanctified or holy before Christ for the purpose of God being able to use it um, the way he needs to, right? So why is this important for us in our daily lives as Christians as we begin to follow Christ? It's important to us as followers of Christ because our life has to be lived out in a fashion or a manner that is surrendered completely to God, meaning that we ourselves have to lay our lives down and die to our own wills and our own wants and, and desires so that God may be able to live through us. We have to live a consecrated life or a sanctified life, so to speak. Knowing that we have to live a sanctified life or a consecrated life, how did Jesus himself consecrate himself? Well, first of all, Jesus was consecrated from birth. Um, we know that he was born of the Virgin Mary and even know that Joseph did not know Mary in a biblical sense. If you know what no means, then you know what I'm talking about. But he did not know Mary at all until after Jesus was born, meaning that the womb that he came into the earth through was sanctified. It was holy. It was set apart for the purpose of fulfilling the mandate of God on Jesus's life. Then also, as we look at how he was born, he was also born in a manger. And I think we often just look over this as, you know, our savior didn't even have a, a, a holy place to come into the um, into the earth. But what it was doing, it was foreshadowing what he would become for every Christian believer. It was shadowing that he would become the lamb of God. So if you know a manger, it's, it's typically where the sheep or the cattle or, you know, any farm animals would eat. It's so meaning that he was born outside with the farm animals. And it was essentially foreshadowing what he was to become for us. He also was consecrated through his life. The Bible tells us that he knew no sin. It tells us that the he who knew no sin bore all sin that we may be saved, right? So Jesus lived a life completely free of sin, meaning that he lived a life completely unyielding to the desires of his heart. 
we know that he was fully man and we know that he was fully God. So being fully man, he had the same desires that you have. He had the same selfish desires that you have. He had the same fleshly desires that you have. And he had the same, you know, personal ambitions that you may have. And it's nothing wrong with that, but it's simply saying that he never yielded to that. He only yielded and remained faithful to what he saw his father doing. Um, and it, and just like we talked about last week, he also remained in a place of prayer. No matter where Jesus went, no matter what he was doing, he made sure that he stayed in a place of prayer so that he was able to fulfill the mandate that was on his life given to him by our father. And that brings us into the last thing. Like he only did what the father did. Um, Jesus being on mission from heaven. He only bothered to get involved with things that directly affected what his purpose was on this earth. So meaning he didn't get involved in politics. He didn't get involved in, you know, who's the best this or who's the best that. He only involved himself and inserted himself in situations where it was beneficial and pleasing to his purpose of fulfilling the mandate. And lastly, he was consecrated even in his death. So we see this scene of Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane where he's dealing with himself as it concerns what it is that he's going to, what it, what it is that he's about to go through, right? You know, he's saying, you know, Father, if it be any other way, let this cup pass from me. But what he comes to is that nevertheless, at the end of the day, not my will be done, but Lord, let your will be done. And so what we see in this moment is that even in his death, even leading up to his death, he had to come into a place and where he set aside himself, even within himself, he had to set aside himself to be to maintain a holy posture, to maintain a set aside, a set away or, or a sanctified posture so that he was able to properly fulfill what he was about to go through. Because the Bible says no one took his life, but he willingly laid it down for us, meaning that in order to properly become what he became for us, last blood that needed to be shed for us to be reconciled back to God, he had to lay down his life in a sanctified, in a consecrated way. So what does this mean for you, right? Because, you know, I've given you a lot, uh, quite a bit of information really quickly, but what does this mean for me and you? One, it means we must be born again. There's no way we can live a consecrated life. There's no way we can be live a sanctified life if we are first not born again into a, a holy birth, so to speak. So we know that the Bible says that we were born in iniquity and in sin. So in order to reconcile that, we have to be born again through Christ. We have to go through this holy birth um, that, that welcomes us back into the spiritual realm, that welcomes us back into right alignment with heaven and with God so that we can properly live a life submitted to him. Because if you don't know him, you can't follow his word, right? So first we have to be born again. And like I said, this opens our heart, this opens our mind, and opens our uh, our ears to the Holy Spirit in heaven, which allows us to live a laid down life. Secondly, we have to live a life submitted to Christ and his purpose for us. Throughout life, we all have many ambitions. We all have many things that we want to accomplish, many things that we strive to accomplish, many things that aren't necessarily bad, but they're not serving the purpose of Christ. I can even speak for myself. One thing that I really wanted to do um, coming out of high school and coming out of college was I wanted to go coach. And it was something that was serving to me more so than it would be serving to Christ. The reason why I say it was serving me is because the place that I even got the idea to coach came from a hurt or broken place. Um, I felt like I was mismanaged or I felt like I was mis 
guided in my own athletic career. And so I wanted to right that wrong that was done to me by then going and coaching other players, right? Again, that's not a inherently bad idea or a inherently bad thought. However, because it's not laced with the purpose of being able to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ back to his people, it was not the it's not necessarily the purpose that God had on my life. And it's not me living a laid down life to him. It's me living a laid down life to the pain and to the hurt that I had experienced as I was growing up. Right. So, and then thirdly, we have to die for the sake of the kingdom. So for the sake of the kingdom, there's things that I had to give up. One of the biggest things is what I just told you is it was, you know, my desire to go back and coach when I, and I still may and God may open that avenue. But at the moment, that's not my purpose. My purpose is to be able to lead people back to him, give them their foundation in Christ and, sh- and help them walk this thing out. Right. So we have to be willing to die to our own desires, die to our own will, our own flesh, so that Christ may live and that his purpose in this earth may be fulfilled out, which is to preach the gospel unto all the lands and all the nations. And the key points for this is first, the first key point is just as Jesus's life was lived and in place of consecration, we too have to live our lives in a, in a place of consecration. We cannot allow our own personal desires. We cannot allow our own personal thoughts. We cannot allow even um, our own personal ambitions to even move forward the kingdom to overcome what it is that God wants us to do within his kingdom. And then secondly, we have to understand that we are the sacrifice. Jesus laid down his life willingly. Are we willing to do the same thing? Are you willing to lay down your life so that others may live? Are you willing to give up the things that you love so much, but may not necessarily be the purpose of God on your life so that the purpose of God in this earth may be fulfilled out? And I'm going to leave you with this question. Are you currently living your life in a way that you could be the sacrifice for someone else who needs to be saved? Are you currently living your life in a laid down position in a sacrificial way that other people may be able to come to Christ, know who he is and be saved because of the way that you consecrated your life? That's all I have for today. This was a a kind of a shorter episode um, as we talked about consecration. I am still excited that you guys came. If you missed last week's episode about prayer, please go back, watch it. It'll bless you. I promise you, just as this episode did, this is really quick, um, but it's important that we begin to lay down our lives. It's important that we begin to understand that in order for Christ to truly live, in order for the purpose of the Bible, the purpose of the gospel to go forth, we have to die. So again, I just want to thank you guys for making it this far. Really quick, let's pray out. God, I just thank you for everyone who was able to listen to this short podcast today. I I pray that you would just be with them. You would walk with them, God, that you would show them how to live a laid down life, how to sacrifice themselves so that you may live and how to be in a constant place of consecration just just by the way that they live, just by the way that they walk, just by the way that they carry themselves on a day to day basis. Um, lastly, come back next week where we will continue our search into how to live a life 
further submitted to Christ, how to fully submit ourselves to him. Next week, we're going to be talking about compassion. Yes, next week, we're going to be talking about compassion and how Jesus was moved with compassion, how through that compassion, he was able to save the lives of many and heal many. I enjoyed you guys this week. It was, again, it was a shorty, but it was a goodie. I hope you guys will come back next week. Thank you guys for stopping by and listening through the podcast. If you want to continue to build your foundation in Christ, I need you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Also, if you would like to support the ministry, just click the link in the description. Until next week, stay lifted.